0: One of the things in which the carbon Pesach that was brought in Mitzrayim is different to the carbon Pesach, the way it's going to be brought in future generations, is the fact that by Pesach Mitzrayim they needed to take it, they needed to acquire it, four days before shechting it, on the tenth day of the month. This is something that does not happen in future generations, even though a carbon always needs to be checked for four days, four days in advance before it's shechted. Nevertheless, in future years, we don't have this concept that you need to go ahead and acquire and get the sheep four days before the shechting that is on the tenth day of the month. Why, in fact, was the Pesach Mitzrayim taken four days before it was shechted? Not like Pesach Doyer. So Rashi brings from the Mechilta, Hayar Rab ben chorosh Rab ben Chorash said." There's a pasuk it says, "Whatever, says, I've come to redeem you." It came the time for me to fulfill the promise that I promised to Avram that I'm going to redeem the children. But the Yidden don't have mitzvahs that they're involved in, in order for to be able to be redeemed. As the pasuk says, in the area the Yidden are naked, naked of mitzvahs. So Hashem gives them two mitzvahs: dam pesach, the blood of pesach; the dam mila, the blood of the mila that they also had on that night. So obviously this is their schus. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand. Reb and Chorosh explained why Hashem gave them the mitzvah of carbon Pesach, so they should have mitzvahs to be involved and to have that s'chus to be redeemed. But the question seemingly still remains. So why was it taken four days before the shechting, and why four days? Not more, not less. That question seemingly was not answered. Furthermore, Reb Masyab and seemingly is not speaking at all about when they were supposed to take or acquire that sheep. Ramazim and is speaking about the blood of the carbon pesach. He says, he gives them the, that Hashem gives them the schus of the blood of the carbon pesach and the milah. Now simply, that would be referring to putting the blood on the doorposts. And the, when, and so when was that going to happen? When are they going to be dealing with the blood of the carbon pesach? That's only going to be after they shecht the carbon pesach, which is not four days before the shchitta. Rather, it's on Udalad Nisan. That's where they're shechting the carbon pesach in the afternoon. And then they're gonna put it on the doorpost only after that. Says the Rebbe, even if one is to say, that being involved in the dam Pesach could also be included in taking the sheep. So when Ramassim and says that Hashem is giving them the mitzvahs of the blood of the Pesach, and he means by that also taking the sheep in advance of that, because that's the preparation for shechting and the Korban Pesach, the question still is, what's the Masib ben Charosh mentioning over here when he's speaking, the question was why the Carbon Pesach was taken four days in advance, why is he suddenly mentioning anything at all about the Dam Milah, that Hashem is also telling the Yidden about, the blood of the Milah. Furthermore, the Dam Milah is something that does apply in future Carbon Pesachs. In other words, this is not, we started off with why this carbon pesach is unique and different to our other carbon pesachs that has been taken four days before. Dam pesach that Amasim and Chorosh suddenly bringing is something that applies to other carbon pesachs that only someone that is circumcised could take part in the carbon pesach. And in fact, even in Mitzrayim, if someone would have been circumcised before, he wouldn't have this mitzvah now either. So what's Dam Mila even doing over here? So the Amufarshim, let's say, that by Masim and kharosh mentioning this idea, that Hashem gives them two mitzvahs, mentioning Dam Pesach together with Dam Milah, that actually helps us understand why it's being done four days in advance. That is, it's to do with the bris. In other words, after the bris Milah, one need, needed to wait three days before going out onto the journey, onto the way, because of the danger. As Rashi had told us already in Pasha Shmois, in the story of Moshe Rabbeinu, circumcising the son, or needing to circumcise the son. And this is why the Yidden are having their bris on the 10th day of the month. So they should be able to be ready to go out of Mitzrayim. And now when it says that they also had the bris, these Mephoshim now understand that as meaning, Rashi means it's the same night of when they're taking the carbon Pesach. So this is also because the bris has to be done in advance, allowing them to the three days and so on. This is also why the carbon pesach is also taken on the tenth day of the month, so that the yidden should be able to have both of these mitzvahs together. They're now going to have the blood of the carbon pesach and the blood of the carbon milah and the blood of the milah. Excuse me, says the rebbe, but this is. Very difficult. This Peter to say that they had the bris on that night, Rashi means, the night when they needed to take the carbon Pesach, meaning on the 10th day of the month, says the Rebbe Tzorech Iyun Gadol. Because Rashi says clearly that the Dam Milo was together with the Dam Pesach, the blood of the Pesach. Which again, we said the blood is only going to happen a few days later of the carbon Pesach. Rashi brings the Pasach, Mizboiseses Bidamoyach, the Amish to seize the hidden seeped in blood, Rashi explains it as meaning two bloods, the blood of Carbon Pesach and the blood of Mila. Now the blood of the Carbon Pesach is definitely happening only after the Shech the Carbon Pesach. Meaning, on, after you when they Shech the Carbon Pesach, so the Dam Mila then, if it's Boiso Elalah, that means the night of Tezvav Nisan. The Rebbe now moves on to the next part of the Rashi. Rashi continues. Vishayu Stufim Be'alilim, the Yidin were completely immersed in Avoy the Zorah. So Hashem is telling them, "Mishchu draw away, pull yourselves away, and take for yourselves." Now, simply this is referring to draw and acquire the carbon pesach. But Rashi is explaining based on the Medrash that it means mishchu yedechem pull yourself away from avodah and acquire for yourself sheep of mitzvah. Now, the Rebbe asks, this ending of Rashi is not the words of Rab Masya ben Chorosh, which Rashi was just quoting until now. Rather, this is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer HaKapor, in the Mechilta, in the same place, who's actually arguing with Rab Masib ben Chorosh. In other words, Rabbi Masib ben Chorosh was just saying the Yidin didn't have any mitzvahs. Rabbi Eliezer HaKapor says the Yidin had mitzvahs. Rabbi Eliezer HaKapor says the Yidin had four amazing, amazing mitzvahs. He speaks over there about that fact that they didn't change their language and other things. They had four tremendous chusim, that each one of them themselves are very, very powerful and great. So then the question is, if these are two different opinions, so Rashi should have said, Dovarach, or another pshat, or V'yesha oimrim, or a similar expression. When he says, Avav vishahoyu, and that they were seeped in Avoy this almost sounds like it's a continuation of what Rav Masih ben Chorosh was saying. The Rebbe says that we also see over here a very clear example of, to a klal, to a rule that the Rebbe emphasized many, many times, that when Rashi brings in his Pirushim Maimar Chazal in the name of someone, it's always going to be for a particular reason, because by knowing who is the one that said it, that's somehow going to add some explanation to the thing that's being taught, which is relevant to Pirush Rashi. The Rebbe says here it's very, very obvious. Rashi is bringing from the Mechilta these two Pirushim that we just said, one following the other, by the first one he's saying, the one who said it, Rab Masih ben Chorosh, and then he continues, in the same breath, almost as if it's one pirush, and he doesn't bring, who's the one that said it? Says the Rebbe, we must say, that when Rashi brings Rab Masih ben Chorosh, it's not just to tell us, Dover B'Shem who's the one that said it, but clearly it's somehow going to help us understand his pirush, and that's why it's important to know Ramasi bin Ben-Kharosh said it, as opposed to the ending of the Rashi, the fact that they were seeped into the Avoy Dezorah, there it's not relevant. So there's another thing we need to understand. Rashi doesn't only say that Ramasi Ben-Kharosh said it, he uses a very interesting expression, he brings from the Mechilta, Hoyer Rav Ben-Kharosh Omer. It sounds like Rav Ben-Kharosh used to say this, he said this all the time. How is that helping us in any way? with our Pirush, in order to understand Rashi's Pirush, better, better, why is it relevant to know that this is something that Reb and Korosh said very often. Says that the explanation of all of this is, when Rashi does say, this ending of the Rashi, that they were received into avay Zoro, and not acher that it's a new Pirush, it's actually, because Al-Derek which is the way of Rashi, we have the problem that we just said before. In the words of Rab Masiyah ben Chorosh, there is actually not an answer, no explanation for the original question of why the carbon Pesach was taken four days before it needed to be shechted. And as we said, Rab bin ben Charosh, in fact, when he starts explaining, he starts speaking about the Eden being involved in two mitzvahs, the blood of the carbon Pesach, the blood of the Miller, he doesn't even mention anything about when the carbon was taken, the fact that it was taken four days in advance. So what happened to the answer of that? says that Rebbe, the answer to that original question is actually in the end words of the Rashi that we just mentioned. And that's why he's telling them, pull yourselves away from the Avodah Zorah and take sheep of mitzvah. What does this mean? What this is telling us is that not only that in order for Yidin to be deserving to be able to go ahead and take the tzoyn mitzvah, they first need to remove themselves from the Avodah Zorah because otherwise you just can't eat from the Carbon Pesach. Someone that serves Avodah Zorah can't eat from the Carbon Pesach. But it goes much further than that. What he's saying is that with this itself, by taking the Tzoyin Shal Mitzvah, that's the way you're going to completely remove yourself so completely nullify your connection to Avodah Zorah. The fact that you were so immersed in Avodah Zorah, as we'll discuss more later. And in order for that to really be proper... That's why it was needed that they needed, that they had to have the sheep, they had to take it four days in advance before the Shechita. That was all part of completely removing themselves from Avodah Zara, again as we'll soon see. However, what Rashi is telling us now is a certain introduction to be able to appreciate all of this. And that is, the main point of the carbon Pesach Mitzrayim, according to the simple psukim, is as its name implies, Pesach. It's so-called because of the dilug, the psicha, the jumping, the skipping. That is, the blood of the Pesach was a sign, so to speak, that Hashem is going to skip and jump over the Yiddish houses, etc. Now, what is all of this connected with the fact that the Yidin were seeped into Avai In order to help us understand this, Rashi first brings where Amasya ben Kharash said, that the main point of the mitzvahs that Hashem is giving Yidin before the Geula is in order to remove that concern that we had before, in the area that the Yidin are completely naked of mitzvahs, so they should have now mitzvahs, in order to have the schus to be taken out of Golos. Now, since He gives them two mitzvahs, Hashem gives them two mitzvahs, it's understood that the main point of the carbon Pesach, regarding removing this idea that they're naked of mitzvahs, etc., is not so much the positive aspect of Karban Pesach, meaning that we're going to Shecht it and Eden, etc. But it's more something to do with removing something negative. As again, as the Rebbe will soon explain and elaborate more. But first, the Rebbe first looks at the idea that, he, that Hashem gives him two mitzvahs. When we look at this idea that Ramasim and Chorosh says, that Hashem gives him two mitzvahs because he didn't were in a state of at erin varia there's the following difficulty. Why specifically two mitzvahs? Mima Sheikh, Either way you look at it, there seems to be a problem. If we want to make sure the Yidin aren't naked of mitzvahs, then seemingly one mitzvah should be enough. If on the other hand, according to the Anhagad, there's a mitzvah, so you see someone naked, you should cover him. And Hashem wants to give them more garments, so to speak, to cover themselves, more merits, more mitzvahs, then why only two mitzvahs? So says the Rebbe, the explanation is that each one of these two mitzvahs are actually removing another aspect, another problem of this state of A'at in the area that the Yidin are naked of mitzvahs. In other words, Yidin were faced or they had a double problem and these two mitzvahs are going to deal with each one of them. On the one hand, what they were lacking was in the and positive, in the fulfillment of mitzvahs. And therefore, if you're missing in, in positive, how can you be approaching Matan Torah? The Apostle says you're going to be leaving Mitzrayim and as serving Hashem at this mountain, receiving the Torah. That's the excuse for which they're going out of Mitzrayim. That's one aspect. The second aspect is they have a problem with Sur Meirah. They had the evil, the Klippu of Mitzrayim really stuck to them, the Erebus Haaretz, the lowliest place on earth. And therefore, even if they're going to have some Mitzvah, some positive things to be involved in, but if you didn't remove all of the bad of them, so they cannot be re- redeemed, meaning, meaning they can't be completely taken out of Mitzrayim, technically they can be going out of Mitzrayim, but the, the, the evil, the clip of Mitzrayim is still inside of them. We need to somehow uproot that evil. And this is why they're given two mitzvahs. One mitzvah is going to accomplish the Hasei Toiv, and that's going to be Dam Because this is making the covenant with the Elisha, the bris with Hashem. That's Dam the other mitzvah is more about the sur meira, to remove the rav mitzrayim, and that's going to be dam pesach again, as we'll soon see more in detail. Says the rebbe that will also help us understand that a masim and and Rashi brings this lashon that what what are the Eden being given? Dam pesach, the blood of the pesach, to be doing this mitzvah in order to be redeemed. Seemingly, isn't the main point of the carbon pesach, and also in shulchan aruch, mainly eating the carbon pesach. In fact, we see this even when the yidden are told to take the set, to take that sheep. They're told make take take one sheep per household, make sure there's enough people for each sheep, in other words, every person has to have enough to eat, etc. etc. And only people that can eat. If a person is sick, then he can't be counted, and so on and so forth. So why are we emphasizing dam Pesach? But the Rebbe says based on what we're explaining now, we're gonna explain in a minute more. We're going to understand this because dam pesach—it's specifically the blood of the carbon pesach, which is going to emphasize this idea of removing the bad of Mitzrayim. In other words, rather than the asaytoiv, it's more about negating the evil of Mitzrayim and removing ourselves from that. So, how does this all work? How is dam pesach connected to Sormera? Another thing says the Rebbe: if in fact the Yidden didn't have mitzvahs, so we couldn't—we would assume that the mitzvahs that they are being given are going to be very, very general mitzvahs. So mitzvahs, Milo, we understand. It's not a specific, only one mitzvah. It's a very, very general mitzvah. This is the sign between Hashem and the Yidin. So we must say that Dám Pesach also is accomplishing something very, very, very major in the area of Sur Mirah. How do we see this? And this is what Rashi tells us in the next part of the Rashi. V'shoi in be'lilim that they were immersed in Avoy Dezorah. And Hashem is telling them, remove yourself from the Avoid the and take the Tzonchel Mitzvah. In other words, that Pesach was coming to be mavatal the fact that he didn't were completely immersed in Avoid the Not only they were serving Avoid the they were completely seeped and immersed in it. And, and, and was speaking about in Avoid the not just anything no good, not, any, not just any evil. Avoid the So what's this idea? Says the Rebbe, we learned already in Parshas Voero that the sheep were the Avoid the of Mitzrayim. In other words, What's happening now is, when the Yidden are going to be taking the sheep, which the sheep is the idol of Mitzrayim, for the purpose of a shach so they're eventually going to be shechting it, that itself is now removing them from Avoy Dezorah. And furthermore, not only are they removing themselves from Avoy they're going to be slaughtering it, they're going to be shechting it. This is obviously going to be completely removing them from being immersed in Avoy Dezorah. Come as we'll soon see more. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand why it's taken four days in advance. Since Yidin served Havayi Dezorah, but unfortunately not just one time, but they were in be'lilim, they were completely absorbed in it, so we needed to do something to completely uproot this deep connection. So if they would just take the sheep and immediately shecht it, that's a one-off, just a one, one-off thing, so then you can't say that that's enough to really remove them from being so, so deeply involved with Havayi It's specifically by having the sheep the of Mitzrayim, for a period of time. And it's all for the purpose that at the end of this period we're going to them. that could remove this previous strong association with Avodah Zara. And this is why it's taken four days in advance. And the Rebbe explains something very interesting. We find earlier in the story of the Akeda the way Rashi explains it, that when, when Hashem shows Avraham Avinu, the place of the Akeda by Yoim HaShlishi, why does he show it to him by Yom on the third day? It was in order people shouldn't say that Hashem took Avram Avinu by surprise. He was confused and therefore he went right away ahead and Shechted his son. If Avram Avinu would have had time to think about it and it wasn't just one quick impulsive thing, then maybe he wouldn't have done all of this. In other words, says the Rebbe, a sign that something is really being thought, uh, done in a very premeditated way, really thinking about it. If that's only if you actually gave it time, and the Rebbe says you waited four days. Why four days? What happened by the akeda? Avram Avinu, Hashem shows him the place by Yoimashlishi Ashlishi on the third day of his journey. But that's already a day. The journey started the next morning after Hashem told Avram Avinu to take his child, because he starts going only the next morning by Avram. after he's commanded. So if, there's the, if so if it's on the third day of his journey, that means it's the fourth day from when he was actually told, and therefore says the Rebbe the same thing over here that he didn't have these four days of preparing shechting this carbon Pesach, and that in that way is really removing them completely from the Indian of Avodah Zorah. Says the Rebbe, in order for the Ben Chamish LeMikra should be able to really appreciate even more what Masih Ben Chorish is saying. That notwithstanding the fact that on the one hand Hashem promised Avraham Avinu that he's going to redeem his children. And yet Yidn need all of these mitzvahs in order to be involved in them so they should be able to have the gula. For this Rashi brings the name Rab Masih ben Chorosh. And not only that, Rashi says as we said before, higher Rab Masih ben Chorosh. This is something that Rab Masih ben Chorosh would say all the time. He would constantly say this to his Talmidim. This drosha of, that Yidn needed these mitzvahs in order to have the gula. Because this is actually going to be an explanation on his own continued conduct. Ramassi ben Kharish's. How is that? The Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin that the yeshiva of Ramassi ben Choresh was in Rome. In his days there were plenty of other yeshivas, also in Eretz Yisroel. But his yeshiva, his bezdin, which was actually the biggest of, his to- of the time, was specifically in Rome. Now seemingly, why would he make his yeshiva in Rome? This is something that would have caused that people would have come to Rome to be in his yeshiva. The Gemara actually says on the Possek, tzedek, tzedek tir, if you should be pursuing, running after justice. The Gemara says, you should follow the Chachamim to their yeshivas. The Gemara gives examples. Follow rab Masiyah ben Choresh to Rome. Why doesn't he make it in Eretz Yisroel? In the same Gemara that speaks, follow rab Masiyah to Rome, the Gemara says, follow Rabbi Akiva to Bnei Barak. So why doesn't he go to Eretz Yisroel? And why specifically Rome? Says the Rebbe, this is what Rab Masi Ben-Kharash is teaching. He would constantly be sort of comforting his Talmidim for the fact that they're in Rome. By telling them that the Geula is dependent on the fact that we take a state, a situation like Rome, and we make that into into a yeshiva. Let's find a Yid over here that's in a Rome type of state, air and varia, completely naked from holiness, and we're going to make that he should be no longer a Roman, but someone that's sitting and learning in yeshiva. This is similar to what we said before, that the Eibishter wants that the Yidin should have mitzvahs Asik bohem. And this becomes Ramassi and Harush's involvement, that he gets that every single one of these Yidden should be involved in mitzvah, should be involved in yeshiva. And it's for this purpose that he has his yeshiva in Rome, in the place of Golos, to help those kind of Yidin, and in that way bring the Gula. Says that from here we have Ohirot in our days. Being in the depths of galus of this last galus, galus roimi the galus of Rome, knowing by the Psak hazal that say that already back in the time of the gemara, kolu kolakits and all time limits are all up already. You didn't say, you didn't argue, we're in Golis close closer two thousand years. viffle the Sheer, how much more that Yidden should be suffering in galus? Tells us Rashi. If it was only about going out of galus, of course we would have gotten rid of galus long ago. But the Eibishter wants, Hashem wants that our going out of Galus should be not in the way of Eirim, the area being naked of mitzvahs. Hashem wants we should have mitzvahs and so on. And just like by Yitzias Mitzrayim, when the Yidden had the promise, Yidden are going to have great wealth. And the Yidden argued that they're ready to give up, to forgo all of this great wealth, as long as they go out of Galus quicker. But Hashem wants we should go beruchosh gadol, with all of the different pirushim beruchosh gadol, which... Includes obviously spiritual ruachus, the nitzayts, the sparks, the mitzvahs, etc. Says the Rebbe, the same thing is true by the geula hasidah Bakariv, which is similar. It says ki meiteishchem eheritz mitzrayim, flois, that the De'gula is going to be similar to Yitzhias mitzrayim. We're going to see such amazing miracles. Hashem wants we should go out with all of the wealth, with all of the pirushim as just mentioned. Says the Rebbe, here we also have one of the ramos and one of the hints in the parsha for the yom hilula of the free diker eban shvat, whose stalkes was on Shabbos parsha's boy. And the Rebbe says about the Freedic Rebbe, that the Rebbe put in all the effort himself in spreading Torah and mitzvahs, to the extent of Mesiras Nefesh, and spreading mitzvahs, the fulfillment of mitzvahs in action to every kind of Yid, and to be involved in it, like the Lashem we said before, that the least Asik, to be really involved with each and every one of the yidden. has known many, many stories about this. And in a way, as the Freedic Rebbe himself says in a Sikha. It says, Kisira so you see a naked person, you need to cover him up. and don't hide from your own flesh from your own relatives. And the Frida translated that as meaning that when you see a yid that's naked from tzitzis, he doesn't have tzitzis, he doesn't have tefillin, the so you should cover him, meaning bring him these mitzvahs. This is similar to what Ahmad and says on the in the area, that he that he that Hashem gives him these two mitzvahs. The Pesach and the Miller in that case. Here Rebbe is saying about the Frida Khabu, sits and tefillin. And it's for this sort of Avoid that the, where is the Free Dikerebbe, Is yeshiva specifically in Chutzlar, it's in the place of Golos. And there itself, within the city, as you use the expression of the Gemara, in the place where there's the sounds of the multitudes of Rome. In other words, a place that's seemingly a very lowly place. And yet, at Davka, in this place, we go looking for the yidden that are naked, of mitzvahs, and give them one mitzvah, two mitzvahs to be involved in, and ever increasing in light. Because since the geulah of this last galus, not one single yid will remain in galus. So we need to make sure to find every single yid, no matter where they are, and to make sure that they at least have one mitzvah, not to be naked, because that's what the geulah of all of Chal Yisrael is dependent on. And by us going in his paths, Netzach Selavoyt forever and ever. In this way, then that will bring immediately. Like, like the, again, using the words of Rashi, Kadeshi Yigalu, that the Eden should have the goal of our kits of, and, of Ofra, and those that are lying in the dust will get up and sing, Tchhiyas Amesim basically. For Along with him, the Meher of